Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello listeners, Tim Sylvie here. Well, that's another season done and dusted. We've covered all sorts of topics and chats over the last few weeks. Some funny, some sad, some informative and insightful, some scary and downright frustrating. I've been joined by some brilliant guest hosts, including the massive F1 content creator Tom McCluskey and former IndyCar and F1 driver Max Chilton. And we've got more familiar faces joining me to host in season 14. In the last 10 shows, we've interviewed an Alpine F1 Academy Rising star, a Williams Racing protege, a British Touring Car Championship hopeful, F1 broadcasters, content creators, founders, an IndyCar winner, and the most successful Formula E driver of all time, trailblazers and pioneers, and it's been amazing. We've had several women in the show to champion diversity and inclusion, and that's come with its own amazing stories, but also interesting challenges, and even our pal Tiff Nidell dedicated an entire podcast podcast of his very own to talk about our show dissecting our episode with jess mcfadden or mcfadden as it should be pronounced and chris medland where we tackled the ever-present discussion around women in motorsport something that not everyone it appears is up for talking about but thank you tiff for the extra coverage We've also been joined by our amazing sponsors at F1 Experiences once again. And this is your last call to benefit from our discount code MMPODCAST. If you type that in when you check out F1Experiences.com, you'll get your 5% off your next F1 Experience package. We've hit 150 episodes and thousands upon thousands of downloads. So a massive thank you for listening. It's been amazing to think, think we've reached so many listeners. But I know that a huge number of you that are listening are still doing it without following or subscribing. It makes a huge difference if you do, because the bigger this show gets, the bigger our guests become. Please, please hit that follow button and leave a review in next season season 14 you can expect to hear from one of the most controversial racing drivers around the most famous father in formula one an olympian turned racer and we're even looking at some live shows so watch this space but before all that i've brought back someone very special to the show for a quick hello and a chin wag a man that's been with us since the very start and what a year he had in 2022 Harry 
Benjamin, welcome back. How are you? I'm good. The prodigal son returns. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's nice to be back. I'm sorry I haven't been here for a while, but it sounds like you've had it more than covered. Um, but it, and, and the, the guests you've had on have, uh, have been very, very uh, top notch as usual. And uh, even Tiff Nadell uh, rang me, <laughs> rang me up, even I though I, even though I didn't have anything to do oh. with that particular episode, rang me up to talk about it. And I was like, Tiff. I hadn't, I hadn't listened to it yet. And I was like, Tiff, I, I, can't, I don't know. Like, what? And the signal was really bad. So it was one of those really awkward conversations where like, I, he kept cutting out like every two minutes. And I was like, I have he no wasn't idea what happy. he just said. He was, I mean, he was fine. To be honest, to be fair to him, he, in his podcast, he was really complimentary about the show itself. Um, he said, you know, it's a great podcast and, you know, good people. Um, but he did, he did go in a bit on, on Jess and Chris um, about women in motorsport, not females. I must remember not to call them females. Women oh, in yeah. motorsport. Yeah, yeah. Um, so interesting. I mean, it's good to get everyone's views, isn't it? And, I think and opinions. He just, he, he's a great guy. He just, he just wanted a debate about it, I think. He was just yeah. a bit fed up of, the, of the, the narrative of Twitter. And I think he just wanted to, to properly go into it. Um, yeah. Which is actually fair play to him because, like, Completely. you know, he is of that generation that we always say. But he actually wants to have a discussion about it, which separates him from the rest. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, but it was it was fun to to get me back. That got me just before Christmas, and then I was like, Tim, uh, I'm 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 good to do a few more if you want me to. <laughs> Maybe we should get Tiff back on and have a have a good. I idea. think he did, so. He, he did challenge us. He said, uh, "What did he call a pod off?" He wants to have a pod off. So, wait, um, did you do that one on your own, or did, was it Tomo or somebody with you? Uh, no, uh, with Jess and Chris, it yeah. was it was me and Tomo. Yeah, oh. um, and uh, t- I mean, Chris had some really good views. They both did. It was really interesting. Um, but I get it. You know, everyone, like I say, everyone has different opinions on it, um, and it is a, a hot topic of discussion. But um, anyway, we move on. But we but we will have our pod off with Tiff. Um, at some point i'm sure now back to you um for our listeners who might be new and haven't been back over our archives and heard the the older shows you've hosted uh, i'm pretty sure over a hundred motormouth podcasts episodes alongside me Feels have you like missed it, it? have yeah. you missed no. it <laughs> um no of course i have <laughs> uh no i'll be brutally honest i think i needed a bit of a break uh after yeah. that many if i'm brutally honest it's it was a lot just, it was nice to just like not because i it's so i thought it feels so bad to say it, but like it's such a privilege to be able to talk to these people like it's i'm always amazed at how bigger guests we got so early on like like david coulthard mario andretti you know back in the zoom um yeah. lockdown days it was mental but i think all that we were doing them so regularly i just needed a bit of a break from from asking people about their lives <laughs> so, <laughs> if i'm really yeah. honest as interesting as it as it is and then um and then it was nice obviously i've been a bit busier this year which has been great um but then uh, you know you i actually miss i do miss that that insight that you get because even though you can ask the same questions right to to a hundred people but you'll get a hundred especially in motorsport you'll get a hundred different answers and every time people talk about it's the first thing they bring up when they talk to me it's always the motormouth podcast and how do you get all these guests and stuff and they want to talk about the big names and whatever like i think the last one we got uh well that i did with you was alex album right which is obviously a big name yeah but I always talk about, and you know what? I, I've, I've forgotten his name. I can't remember it. Who was the team principal of Lotus, Renault, that we got on? Oh. Was it um, Matt, Matt something? Yeah, uh, Matthew. Um, Matthew. Oh, Matthew. Oh, it's terrible, Matthew. isn't it? Matthew. Oh. That's oh. how you know you've done over 100 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I know I know the guy you mean. Um, but, um, 
oh, this is really bad. Uh, Matthew, uh, whatever, Matthew Lotus, right? And yeah. uh, he, I always say that he is the one that stands out to me the most. Actually, it's always the one I talk about because, ironically enough, I can't remember his last name. Uh, but I find it. Uh, yeah, you find that while I, while I fill. Um, yeah. But he, his story, and if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it in the archives. It's somewhere. And um, his whole story was about uh, being brought into the Lotus Renault team at a time when they were going through huge financial difficulties. And he was brought into sort house basically matthew carter Carter, that was it and he was based in canada at the time and he was um brought into to sort house financially really and then all of a sudden eric boulier left and and then he he was the most sort of senior person and and they stuck him as team principal even though he had no f1 experience no management motorsport experience he came from a financial world and how to, to dealing with Kimi Räikkönen and Roman Grosjean in that yeah. time was just fascinating to hear all the stories. So it's one of my favourite episodes and, and that, it's always the ones you don't expect, I think. Like, oh my God, it was a privilege to talk to Mario Andretti, to Nico Rosberg, to yeah. Alex Albon. But math, people like Matthew Carter, they're the stories you really will not hear anywhere else and that's what yeah, I love and that's what I missed. It's that peek behind the curtain. Um, and, and people like Rosberg were good, but he kind of towed a media line, didn't he? You know, he oh, wasn't going to say anything. No, no. Whereas Matthew was perfectly happy to to say anything, really. He didn't care. Uh, that's episode 41, in case anyone wants to go oh, back God, and listen to it. that long ago. Wow. I know, which is a long time ago. But we've got more interesting people coming up who, who will probably have similar views. I'm not saying publicly who it is yet. I mean, even though most people have guessed. But, um, you know, when you say a famous F1 dad, I think, you know, you default to one. But it, there, are, there are certain individuals that we've got coming up that are going to be very, very interesting indeed. Um, now, again, um, for those new listeners who um who may not or or even our older listeners who may um have listened to you previously what have you been doing since you were last on the show you've been a busy boy i've just been kicking about really um (laughs) no i mean i got uh at the start of the year i got the opportunity to be the lead commentator for fia formula three uh for for fom formula one management uh and obviously that goes out on sky and all across the world and that was obviously a, a pretty um big deal for me and and stepping into the shoes of, of alex jakes uh who, who focused on uh his his a million other categories that mm-hmm. he does um and alongside that i was doing poor super cup things like that and and then very quickly i got asked to cover on the bbc radio five lives formula one coverage to to be the lead comms to to stand in for our good mate jack nichols who who does formula e so the clashes that that happened so suddenly i was doing f1 you know, at the start of the year i wasn't even thinking i was doing f3 i really thought it would be another year of poor super cup to be honest and then f3 uh f1 and then um f1 tv called me up to do of all the bloody grand prix the japanese one like come on man <laughs> give me a break like jesus christ um and was that the one where you were padding like mad padding like mad didn't know checkered flag didn't come out didn't know if it was the last race we all thought it was a timed race was max verstappen world champion jesus christ give a new commentator oh, a break man yeah nightmare <laughs> you did I, I remember listening to you on the very surreal listening listening to you on the radio because it, it all happened so fast you it know did. W- one minute you're there like you say doing um you know no disrespect to certain types of commentary but let's say um lesser listened to commentary on certain certain race series and then all of a sudden just there you are on radio five live unbelievable and it was weird listening to you and i i used to put the um i would put your your commentary over the top of the pitches um and and enjoy it that way but it was a very surreal moment and a proud moment because you know when, when we first met 
you were what were you doing you were doing bits you were doing bits and pieces you were just sort of getting going on your your sure, sort of commentary sure. and presenting journey um and to see you move so quickly from that to fronting the biggest race series on the planet on on a national radio well an international radio show was was astounding so amazing and um, and long may it continue do, do you know what's what's going to happen this year for for you do you know the plans yet uh roughly but it, it's still being organized i am going to be doing more bbc's which is great i'm doing four cool. races this year i can confirm um and it's basically the four that clash with formula e um so anytime yeah. jack jack has a formula e clash they bring me in um which is which is great because uh, last year they sort of offered me the australian grand prix and then they were like yeah there might be a couple more but let, let's see how you do with australia so i was like yeah. right okay australia is the audition right let's not fuck that one up uh, yeah. part of my french uh, and then um and then obviously didn't and then did a couple more and, and got to go to silverstone and be trackside and that was uh, beyond my wildest dreams and then and then they've invited me back to do some more so i'm doing miami this year uh Imola. from miami or from the uk uh they're all from the uk um (sighs) so yeah but you know what was even you know it's even more heartbreaking is that miami was originally scheduled to be on site but uh now it's now it's from london um so miami imola uh spain and belgium which but 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 i'm still trying to sort things out because they um the clashes are a nightmare now because that clashes with a load of formula three and if i'm not uh formula if i'm in in bbc london i can't do formula three so now we're trying to figure that one out and then i want to you're trying to get trackside to a few more so it's 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 a lot of hard work like off season as well trying to balance everything like my brain is frazzled so um we'll see so i'm still i'm still ironing out a few things but um but yeah but you know i can't last year was was amazing and i can't complain um and a million people would kill to do that and i loved every minute of it but it it really sucks the energy out of me like over christmas i was dead to be honest absolutely dead now, um, talking to BBC Five Live um, and Formula One commentary, we have to do a little um, nod to our friend Jenny, um, Jenny Gow, who who recently took to Twitter to announce that she's had quite a serious stroke, which is hugely upsetting. Um, you know, we both got to know her pretty well over the last few years, um, and she is, um, you know, one of the best in the business and and a seriously nice person. So. Our thoughts are with her and her her family in what must be a, a really difficult time. Um, quite shocking news to hear, wasn't it? Yeah, I was I was in complete shock to be honest. I spoke to her just before Christmas on the phone. You know, uh, she was helping me figure out what to do with with Five Live and stuff like that. So, and she's I've got to know her. I mean, I've known her for a few years. I used to be her runner, as we always talk about. But then this year, obviously working alongside her, you know, she was such a massive help and support. I mean, she really put me through it in my first race. She probably dropped me in a few times to see if I'd swim. Um, but I kind of appreciate that. Um, and, and she was just she's just brilliant at what she does. Like, there's a reason she's done it for so long. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's because she's really good. And yeah. uh, I was just a complete shot. I know she's got a, a young daughter as well. And she's got um, her, her brilliant husband there as well. He's looking after her. But i mean it's it's a horrible thing to happen um and i'm still in a bit of shock really so i'm just keeping fingers crossed that that she makes a recovery in in time for bahrain so we'll see yeah 100 percent. well all our best wishes out to jenny and her family hopefully a a speedy as we can expect recovery um let's talk formula one um you're you're ingrained in the sport now interested to get your views 2023 will max verstappen do it again harry benjamin what's the scoop no he won't it will oh. be it will be a three team fight at the front and we won't know who's going to win each race that's that's oh. what i think that's what i'm hoping for <laughs> i love um, that i love that optimism yeah i just think well i i do think that mercedes will come back reinvigorated uh i think red bull will obviously be at the top again and i think ferrari i'm hoping ferrari with with fred vasseur at the helm now yeah. not that i don't not that i didn't think matty Mattia bonotto was was a bad team principal but you know the you know what the ferrari mantra is like but mm-hmm. um i think they'll come back with with renewed force i think they would have learned a lot from from 2022 um and then I think we could have outside bets from the likes of Alpine. You know, I think they had a yeah. really actually strong year. If they if they get their reliability up, up to scratch and and now they've got Gasly as well alongside Ocon, you know, that could be a really fiery pair. Um, so I think we could have a sort of really good battle at, at the sharp end. And as well as the midfield's always good, really. Like it's always a it's always a tough scrap in the midfield. I think we've got decent driver lineups. I'm actually quite kind of pleased to see Hulkenberg back. I know that's a bit controversial, but you know, I, I feel like you know that's a good Haas lineup. Actually, it's a, yeah. it's a strong... and he's good banter, isn't he? Like, have yeah. you seen that video floating around with Ted already? Where they, I saw it on TikTok yesterday. You know, good to see you back, Nico, and and they start basically slagging each other off. And uh, it, it, he's he's got some oomph, Nico. And you know, oh, he has. I, I when I, I did some electric scooter racing last year, right? And one of the yes, um, one of the uh, trainers for all the athletes is is Nico Hulkenberg's personal trainer, lovely guy. And um, and I started chatting to him for ages, just just getting to know him. And he was te- and it was during the week that um, it was all ramping up about is it going to be Mick Schumacher or Nico Hulkenberg? And I was like, what's the sitch? Come on. And he said, I don't know. Honestly, I'm waiting for Nico finds out today. I'm waiting for a call to see if I've got a job for next year, <laughs> basically. Because if Nico gets the job, then he gets the job as well. So um, it, it's, it was fascinating just to see the outside. He was like, I don't know. He, he, Nico said he wants to come back to Formula One because he was like, I've done, um, I've done world endurance. He has no interest in Formula E. He tried an IndyCar, but he doesn't want to move his whole family over to America. It's a whole cultural life shift. He's got a young kid. Um, and... You know, the first time he did World Endurance, he went in with Porsche and won it. So, yeah. you know, and won 24 Hour Le Mans and, and, and I think Spa as well. So he was like, he's achieved all he wants to do in that. So what's the thing he still hasn't achieved in? 
it's probably Formula One and at the pinnacle. Yeah. And if he gets a shot with Haas, he's obviously going to take it. So, so I think um, the Hulk is 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 still hungry as ever. And then yeah. we get to see some rookies alongside as well. You know, uh, Oscar Piastri after all the hype. Let's see what that's about. Yeah. Logan Sargent, Nick De Vries. You know, can he follow up that eighth place in Italy? Um, and what's he going to be like along Yuki? I think it's. I think it's. There's going to be so many interesting stories, and I think the battles are going to be better. Like I was a bit disappointed this year because of all the hype over the engine regulation, over the, the technical regulations. But I think they'll only get better now that we've settled into it. Yeah, no, I I agree. Who, who's your? I mean, we talked there. You know, you've got the likes of, um, you know, Alpine and others that that might spring a few surprises. But you have like a dark horse. Who, which driver do you think is going to shock us in twenty twenty three? Ooh, shock us. Um, I think um, that's a really hard question because, like, I mean, I, I, I'm really intrigued by the battle between Norris and Piastri and who's going to mm. come out on top there. I imagine Norris might have the better angle just for sheer experience. But you know what? I actually think someone like a, a, a Joe Guan Yu and an Alfa Romeo could be a bit of a dark horse. Like, I think he actually had a really good rookie year, despite what, what yeah. the num- the numbers say. Like, his reliability and bad luck was actually just a joke you know yeah he scored points in his first race he Valtteri Bottas has said he's so impressed by how calm and collected Joe was in his first year like he didn't make any big rookie mistakes that you would expect and he was only if he wasn't beating Bottas he was within a couple of tenths and that's Valtteri Bottas like he's no he's no mean feat you know I know everyone thinks he's rubbish compared to Hamilton but that was Hamilton no, no you know? he's, he's class um, he's class but Bottas was always a good qualifier and Joe Guanyu can out was out qualifying in I can't remember how many races it was in a row but it was quite a lot Bottas went through a rough patch but I actually think if Alfa Romeo can they, they stepped up last year and I think the only way is up for them so I'm gonna go yeah. Joe Guanyu as my dark horse I think it's a good shout and a nice bloke another guy we've had on the podcast incidentally mm. um and and was a very nice chap has a whole country behind him roaring him on so um yeah let's uh, let's see how he gets on I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens with lando norris this year like you say up against a new teammate and sort of feel like something needs to happen for norris now you know it's been long enough and mclaren need to give him a car that's capable of consistently winning races or i can see him getting a little bit hacked off um, you know, he's such a talent and it feels a little bit like if he doesn't have another good, doesn't have a good year, a really solid year and a solid car that things could get interesting in 24. Mm. Um, when are we going to see you and hear you on the podcast again? I heard a little rumour, Harry Benjamin, that you might be coming back for a show or two. Absolutely. Well, I mean, uh, whenever the next season is, I mean, this time of year is a bit dead. So, <laughs> no, I've got you. Yeah. No, I'd love yeah. to come back. I think I, I missed it. And um, as is probably fairly obvious. Uh, and uh, I think, in a, you know, having been here from the start, you know, and I feel like it's, it's I know it's, it's most mouth is your business, but I feel, feel like the podcast is sort of our baby a little bit um that we created together so it, it's as, t- as great as tomo was he can bugger off now uh <laughs> <laughs> and i think he's i think he's i mean he'll do the he'll do uh he'll do shows here and there mm-hmm. i think you know he's got a very busy year ahead as well and and he hopped in for a number of shows and what one thing that we have i enjoyed chilton i enjoyed chilton he was good he was a great yeah. co-host he was good. Well, it's interesting getting. It's nice having a, a driver as a co-host because they offer that unique perspective and they probe in areas that you or I wouldn't think to go down. And having him talk with um, Hinchtown, James Hinchcliffe, was really interesting. And they're 
they're friends anyway they're buddies you know they get they get on well um but it was good and max really enjoyed it so he'll do more um oh, ollie webb is going to do some as well he's going to come and guest host and we've got um probably two or three others um not known names but people in the industry who have been in the industry for uh, formula one for a number of years that are quite keen to, to co-host as well but i think we're um i think you and i are going to try and get together for um michael's show this is daniel ricardo's um oh, yeah. previous um trainer who was with him through all his years um in formula one um which should be quite interesting so there's there's lots to come um so listeners you will be hearing the dulcet tones of harry benjamin on the most mouth podcast once again and seeing that beautiful beard which is just cultivating so nicely it needs a bit of a shape up really for those for those who can't see it needs a here it needs a little bit of a shape up yeah, you, you could do the little chisel here or there. No greys there yet, though, so you're, you're doing well. No, they're on you? the top of my head. Yeah, yeah, on the fro. Mm. Yeah, Your beard's coming um, on well, I see. M- well, this is just laziness, and, and this is about as long as it gets. Yeah. So, you know, I, I do need to shave. Actually, I need to buy a new razor before I can shave. That's my issue. So, yeah, but it's but mine is grey, fully grey. Oh, and we'll also see you, of course, at the karting in June. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Date's blocked out. W- uh, which we're going to do again and you'll probably jump in the commentary box a bit um chris stevens is going to do a bit of commentary as well and anthony jordan will be back and then all our various celebrities and pro drivers so looking forward to that um but harry before um before i let you go and before we we shut things down for season 13 and look towards season 14 i thought seeing as you've asked these three questions to over 100 people over the course of many many episodes i thought i'd ask them to you so so here we go the the famous Motormouth final three brought to us by our friends at F1 Experiences. Number one, Harry, what's got you excited at this very moment? What has got me excited? Um, this is why I much prefer asking the questions. Uh, I'm not very good at answering them. What's got me excited at the moment? I think in general, probably 2023. I'm I'm excited for what's to come. I don't know exactly what is to unfold, but... I'm excited for for the year ahead. Good, very good, very good answer, very sensible answer. Mm. Well done, well done. Um, how much of your success? I don't know why I need. I don't need to ask you these. You know what's coming. How much of your success do you put down to luck and right place, right time? And how much do you put down to sheer yeah, hard, hard luck uh, or hard work? <laughs> sorry, nearly. Uh, I would say um, you make your own luck, and it's but you still need that little bit of just good good happening. So I think. 10% luck, 90% hard work because the the harder you work, the more places you put yourself in, the more chance you have of something happening and that little 10% of extra luck uh, is is the cherry on the cake to, to make all the stars align. So that's what I, I would say to that. Well said. Uh, final one, what are you scared of? Oh, I mean, I mean, I could do a insects bugs thing which absolutely scare the life out of me, but maybe I'll do the racing driver one. And it's not quite failure, but it's more not being not not enjoying things in the moment as much. Like I feel like I'm constantly looking for the next thing because, you know, you 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 achieve one thing and you're like, great, right? How do I then utilize that to go on to the next thing? How do I keep this going? And sometimes I am guilty of not enjoying it enough in the moment or realizing quite yeah. what I've done because I'm always looking for the next thing, um, which is yeah. hard to get out of so that's that's my 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 what i'm scared of 
think that's a good one. And, and I agree. I'm the same. And, and then you look back and think, I wish I'd enjoyed it more mm. when I was in that moment. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting one. But very difficult when you're sort of charging around a million miles an hour, isn't it? Um, well, listen, we'll keep it brief. It's 25 minutes. We'll keep, keep it short. And um, it's been so nice having you back on a, uh, on a podcast. I can't wait for us to do another guest episode again. I'm thinking if we can wangle it, we'll do the F1 famous dad, wink, wink, nudge, mm-hmm, nudge, mm-hmm. that everyone knows who it is, because he lives around the corner from me, which is quite handy. Does so he? maybe we'll do that one. But yeah, literally 15 minutes down the road. Wow. Um, oh, shit, I mean, I don't know why I'm hiding it. Everyone knows who it is. It's obviously Anthony Hamilton. And and so he, he literally lives 15 minutes down the A1. So <laughs> you, know, um, you know who I was? Th- I, I didn't know it was Hamilton. <laughs> Did you not? I was thinking shit, I famous dad. Fa- who? And I, all I could think of was Stroll. And I was like, Lawrence Stroll lives near you. Oh my you. God. He'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get him. Yeah. That's that's going to be my news resolution to get La- um, Lawrence Stroll. Let's get him. That would be so good. Yeah, that would be a good one. But I that I'm was gonna... the only name I could think of. I was like, who? Oh, obviously Hamilton. That's so but, funny. Yeah. yeah, it's Hamilton. So so we're going mean, to... It's because I was lucky enough to have a beer or two with him in Miami and he committed to it. He was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And we've spoken on text Great. since. And, and he's up for it so let's make that happen amazing um well that's it for now we'll be back for season 14 soon don't forget to follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts a reminder to follow us please subscribe on your podcast player it really really does make a difference and um, check us out on social media just search for motormouth and um, have a look at our website with our live timings and news at motormouth.club um, enter a team at our karting event 20th of june this year come and say hi we'll have historic f1 cars and hot laps and harry will be there and lots of other pros and celebrities um head to motormouthkartrace.com to book your team there um feel free to message um us on social media get in touch with me or harry or um Imi, our social admin um and if there's anyone you think we should be speaking to on the show um let us know um harry any last words uh have a great new year everybody (laughs) (laughs) happy new year everyone see you in season 14